My mom was a hairdresser. She wanted me to be gay from the day I came out of her womb. Is that true? Oh she did. did you yeah. want so did you she, to be gay or she, did you like... No, she told me she straight She just up. knew you were gay. No, she was like, when I saw you come out, I was like, you need to be gay. <laughs> it, I was like, because well, it was just one limp wrist that came out first. <laughs> first, first. <laughs> it, was uh-huh. first. <laughs> it was first, first. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was busy looking at his cell phone as he the was, rest of him came he out. Was, he was holding the placenta. That's what it was. It was just like, oh, here we first. Placenta first. <laughs> no, I was born early, so I don't think I was strong enough to carry it. Oh, God. <laughs> so really, he was just like, coming out saying, could you grab this for me? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Joining me is Lucy Wack. Hi, Queen. We also have Maxwell Esposito. Hello, I'm here and alive. Oh, thank God. You made it. I did. I survived. Girl, you've had a rough time. I mean, let's not get wild with the words, but yes, I did. Bitch, you sent some of the ugliest selfies I had ever seen. I literally sent you a text back saying, be cuter. Okay, well, I had my wisdom teeth removed, so I don't oh. know how I could be any cuter. I think I did a pretty good job with my bandana around my head. Yeah, though. I want to know the bandana on the head. Was that uh, per the dentist, or was that just you being hobo chic? I need to um, know. I was trying to uh, channel my inner Columbia College, and I was creating change, and um, <laughs> I was just putting a little, like, uh, you know, a little fashion twist on putting an ice pack on my chin. I'm sure. I'm glad that you're. You're finally getting down to taking care of that gross cavernous mouth of yours. I mean, I don't think it's that gross, but it's almost done. Yes, we have one more wisdom teeth to go. All seven cavities have been filled. <laughs> the, uh, the one was refilled. Um, uh, yeah, my mouth is great. I've been on a lot of painkillers. I really liked it. What kind of painkillers are they giving you? Um, nothing worth selling, unfortunately. But uh, <laughs> what, like, just some like extra strength. I think I was on like amoxicillin or something. Well, I think that's for infection, isn't it? I don't know. I just read the label once and was just followed what she said. You just like take one pill a day. No, I had to take a lot a day. Really? I had to take the one, the amoxicillin, three times a day. Oh, my God. I know. I had to count that high. And then I had to keep track of how many hours so I didn't overdose on painkillers. Have you not been working this whole time? No, I worked. I had to go to work. I've been a hustling woman. You went to work looking like that? No. I actually... No, because I iced my face for five hours. I wasn't even that swollen. Oh. I know. I was really smart about it. He was like, if you want to go back to work, you just need to ice your face the whole time. And I was like, done. So I iced it for five hours and watched all of Pose. So now do you feel woke? Um, I mean, I was always well aware of what was going on, but I just loved that story. <laughs> did you like Pose? I did. Lucy, did you watch Pose? Uh, no, it's next on our list. It's so good. We're at, we just finished Atlanta. 
we get season two. Oh, and now, nice. now we're doing oh, now, oh. now we're doing Pose. The show Atlanta, not Beverly, yeah. not not uh, uh, Real the Housewives of Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, oh, no, the, the the good show Atlanta. I was, I was gonna say I was like, well, wait till season five, bitch. Season shit gets real in season <laughs> five in Atlanta. But no, no. what is Atlanta? What's it about? The, Peaches. It's the Donald Glover uh, show about like just kind of life in Atlanta for people. He's it, he, it's Childish Gambino's show. Yeah, well, we, we uh, know we know who he. Is. I, yeah. I I know okay, who he. Is. There, there's some words you guys understand. Yeah, Childish yeah. Gambino has a show. It's uh. This is it's America. Two seasons under its belt, and it's really really good. Like really damn good. Like is that on Hulu? The acting, the dialogue, the script. What is that on the Hulu? Yeah, girl. Yeah. Oh, okay. Netflix. At least season one is. At least season one. Because okay. Pose is not on the Hulu. No, I tried to look it up. You can watch it on Amazon Go and Google and YouTube, I guess. I looked it up before I came so we could tell the listeners how to find Pose. We have a, we have a friend it. who has all of the channels. So we go to his house and he has it saved on his DVR. He's like who I used to be, girl. Oh, I remember that, Lucy. We were just talking about when Lucy used to be rich. We used to love. I used to love that Lucy. That Lucy sent me to Africa. That was was a great Lucy. I miss that. I miss that Lucy too. Can you do that again, but one way this time? (laughs) Just one way to Africa. Shut up, Lucy. How talk louder at you, girl? How's my poor but delightful? Lucy, how are you, Queen? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm uh, I'm now kind of like recuperating after quite a weekend. It was the first uh, Burning City Neo Vintage Burlesque Festival. That's uh, a this mouthful. Yeah, I know. I know. Especially the term Neo Vintage. Like I sit and I think about it, and I'm like Neo Vintage. What's the acronym on that, or do you just have to say the whole thing? No, you can, you just say Burning Burning City Festival. Okay. Burning City Burlesque Festival. Um, but, uh, I was in the, uh, circus show and the, uh, live band show and Dusty Balls got to fire dance both nights. So, um, cute pictures coming soon. I'm excited. You're still doing the fire stuff. The, the yeah. poi, poi, is yeah. that what it's, what yeah. it's called? That's, that's the one. That's the one it's called. Yeah. Uh, but I'm doing it in drag now because do you know of any drag kings who fire dance? I barely know of drag kings. Honey, yeah, I so. really only know you. <laughs> we're just, we're just glad see? to, we're see? Glad to see you in passing. Oh, I'm I was the first. <laughs> well, now you have to put it on video because if it's not yeah, on video, if it's not on video you're not first, girl. Sorry. Video, yeah. girl. I got video. All well, right. Is it on YouTube? Is there a link uh, I could click? What, should, I, should I do it on Instagram or should I do a full video on YouTube? Like, I will it hold you. people's attention that long? Listen, girl, I don't know. I mean, it's your branding. You have to choose how you need to do that. But you're the millennial. Give her some advice. She's an old minute woman. Long, a minute-long Instagram video is what is needed, right? I mean, yeah, but then you could also do, like, a click the link in the bio sort of mom and, like, you know, send people to your YouTube page. So, <laughs> really, Max, why aren't you doing my social media for me? Yeah, Maxwell. I mean, how much do you want to pay me to do that? You know she's broke. Don't throw her poverty. We just got off the subject how I'm no longer rich, Lucy. Are you throwing her poverty in her face after she just broke down and told us that she can't afford shit? You think I got paid for that festival? How dare you? (laughs) How dare you think I will do anything in my life for free? The fact that I do this for you for free is... uh, For me? You do this for you. This is your ego boost every week. This has nothing to do with me. Be very honest with yourself. If it had anything to do with me with myself and everybody else you are right i don't do this for anybody <laughs> but myself see you're right see i'm telling Coming you show breaking barriers <laughs> yeah 
and here I uh, still am, sitting in the dust. As yeah. everyone else rises to greatness. How are you? Hey, Sitting here with you. How are you doing, you dusty bitch? You know, I was just thinking today. You know, uh, today is August first, so uh, the year is almost over already. I think it's a quarter. Is it a quarter or a third of the way through? Don't two pull thirds. out numbers. Don't embarrass all of us. That's rude. Like that two is super th- rude. Is it two thirds or three fourths? It's it's two thirds because come September it'll be three fourths. Okay, cool. Man. Okay, can we pass on this, please? But oh. what I'm saying is, like, what are what are there four weeks in August, and then we take all of September off. So our mm-hmm. our vacation is coming up, which I'm super excited about. Uh, I'll be in Mexico for one of those weeks, so I'm very pumped. But then we have October and then November, our five-year anniversary of the Tony Soto Show, doing a live show in Chicago at the Lucky Horseshoe. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for that. This is crazy. Uh, Also, I'm going to be on vacation in October, by the way. All of October? No, just some of it. Oh. Oh, okay. So, but you'll be popping in every once in a while, Diva? Oh, maybe. Oh, okay. Well, don't do us any favors. Well, don't worry about me. My ego's in shambles, and I can't afford a vacation, so I'll be here every week for the rest of the year. Even in September? I'm, I'm, no. If I could, it's, I would. I'd be, I'll just sit outside and drink a smoothie once a week just, just for shits and grins. In September, you are not allowed to send any stupid pictures in the Tony Soto Show mass text or whatever, or group text. You can't. No more. Okay, I'll find really good links, though, with lots of good content. (laughs) Well, listen, guys, it is August 1st, which for L.A. means that we have another Pride celebration coming up uh, that um, we do downtown. Because who fucking needs WeHo? That might get our guest in trouble, but not me, because this is my fucking show. And, you know, I've never been... Have you been to the Pride in WeHo since you've lived here, Maxwell? No, I actually haven't been to any of the Prides. Me either. Even the downtown ones. Oh, you've not even been to the downtown ones. No, I showed up one time and That's then I was homophobia. Like, That's fine. <laughs> I've done a lot of gay shit in my life. I think it's okay that I take a break uh, the first weekend of June and the last weekend of August. Okay. Is All that right. okay? No, absolutely not. Fine, it's I'll fix it. Tell me more. Because what it's should I so do? much fun. It's such a fun... So, you know, there's WeHo Pride, which I couldn't comment on because I've never been. But there is a new thing that's now the DTLA Proud uh, Festival that happens downtown uh, that is super fun. And we have a great time. And we have now. Are you the creator of this, or what is your? Let's let's first uh, introduce Oliver Alpuche. Hi, Oliver. Welcome to the show. Hi, Tony. You made it. I made it. You're on. Uh, now, w- w- what is your exact title when it comes to DTLA Proud? Uh, Exact title would be founder and president. Founder and yeah. president. That's right. We got to the top, babies. Um, Oliver is also a bar owner in downtown Los Angeles. You That's own correct. Red Line. I do. Um, at 6th and Los Angeles. It's a fun bar. I've, I've performed there and hosted there at least twice. Uh, you know, one of these days you'll catch on to my greatness. <laughs> Who knows? Um, and... Uh, and so you started, you, you started, you, I feel like you are at the forefront of making uh, downtown just gay as fuck. Yes. Yes. Well, we're trying. <laughs> we're, <laughs> just needs, 
throw some glitter on it and it'll be perfect. Now, are you from here? I am from here. You're from Los Angeles, yeah. California, born and raised? Born and raised. Yeah, not like Pasadena or like a suburb, like uh, Santa Monica or uh, something. Highland Park. Okay. It's still considered Los Angeles. County. City. No, it is oh, the okay. city. Oh, okay. City. Okay. Yeah. Is that where you're at now? I'm in Glassell Park, but that's, but also, that's also the city. LA. Is that also the city? My neighbor. Yeah, we're neighbors. Yeah. We could take a lift line together home. <laughs> it would be so Well, you live cheap. downtown We'll take it to now. the metro. <laughs> oh, okay. I love a good metro. I don't live near the metro, but, you know. <laughs> you do the bus, girl. I love you're the no bus. You're no stranger to the bus. I love it. My tap card and I, we go all over town. Um, And so you, uh, you've lived here your whole life, and so you have kind of seen downtown from oh girl <laughs> I've seen I remember going there 30 years ago and you would like rush out at 4 o'clock because like, like, like as soon as the businesses as were closed as soon as that like sun starts to set you run like literally run I yeah. remember my mom looking at me and being like the sun setting we need to get on the bus and go home <laughs> just it was bad oh my gosh and now like I mean and now honestly I've been here it's gonna be four years in September I'll, I'll be in LA and in the four years that I've been here, I have seen downtown Los Angeles change immensely. And I think it's all because of the influx of queer owned and run bars that have entered the city. I, yeah, I guess so. I would I mean, say so. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot more to it. I think I've been in downtown for about eight to 10 years. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of change before we even got there. But downtown itself before the even before the gay bars opened up like it was already like a um a welcoming place for the queer community uh-huh. like we already had like there's mustache mondays there was a bunch of like shits and giggles was a party downtown. okay there was already stuff they were downtown. already downtown queer based yeah parties. and when i moved down there it would, like i would walk the streets and see like guys holding hand girls holding hand um so it was great and it made you feel comfortable but there wasn't any there wasn't a gay scene right. downtown. Right. Right, right, so right. So it's like kind of already there. Uh-huh. And when we added the bars like I know that uh Redline and Precinct open up with in the same year within a month, month with, and a half of yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but when that happened it was like the tipping point to like oh, we actually have a place to go and meet our neighbors and meet the people that live down here and meet the people that actually work down here too because they they come out as well oh sure absolutely it's it's super fun for me because i'll be downtown on a regular wednesday and i'll be walking around i'm like there are homosexuals literally all (laughs) around me like walking their dogs yeah like all around me like and i'm just like i love downtown it makes you really kind of love it and it makes you want to look past the fact that it smells like really stale urine for like five months out of the year you know what i mean like especially those hot hot days hot days what's that don't you think most of la kind of smells like hot urine I don't know. I, I mean, live in Los Feliz. So, um, yeah, and I was just outside and it very smelled rich. like hot urine. You know what? There is some weird reoccurring puddle that <laughs> happens right on the corner of my of, of uh, my streets here. It will not be there one second and then it'll be there really big and it smells like garbage. Yeah, you can't tell me that there it does not smell in your neighborhood. I walked by a tent of people who had a tank of turtles outside of their tent. Hey, everything's for sale. Everything must go. <laughs> they weren't for sale. They were just <laughs> pets. Yeah, they're everyone pe- deserves a pet. They're homeless. They oh, need pets. I'm not saying they can't have pets. I'm just saying those pets smell. But I will tell you, downtown has gangs of flies that you just don't want to fuck with. And then I found out, just real quick, and we're going to go to break. <laughs> but I found out that these gangs of flies are literally just a bunch of male flies 
flying around until some poor, unsuspecting female comes in and is attacked by them. Because men are fucking pigs. I was going to say, that sounds like Congress. (laughs) 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 That was actually kind of good. Did you hear that, Lucy? I did. I did. I'm actually kind of sitting back here because Max is kind of on fire right now. And so I'm just like watching him talk. Like in her uh, Ricky Lake realness, holding the mic, looking like you actually know what you're doing. Um, I had a week off. Let's let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk all about DTLA Proud. We're going to talk about all about Oliver because he's a very handsome man and we want to know what what he's up to. So it's really sweaty in here and I like that. Is it sweaty? Listen, the air conditioning was just turned off. All right. Can you calm down a second? No, your hot breath is filling the room. (laughs) We'll be right back. Do you love drag queens? Do you love hearing about shit you shouldn't care to know? And do you want the two mixed together? Then come listen to Grizzly Kiki. Tony Soto says, They talk about shit you shouldn't care to know. And we weren't lying. So come listen at grizzlykiki.com. And we are back and we have Oliver Alpuche here, the founder (laughs) of DTLA Proud. That's right. He's a daddy. Uh, and we were talking about Redline because you opened a bar. I did. What prompted you to open a bar? Uh, that's that's a magical question. Because especially a gay bar, because you know, I was just talking about this with friends. All over the country, gay bars are closing right and left. You know, and I I do believe it's a lot of you know to do with the fact that you can find sex on your phones now. But uh, that's true. But, like, in this day of, you know, like, the queer community and online shit, what made you decide to open a bar? I think, well, I lived downtown for a while. So it was, like, I think it was, like, after four years of living downtown and just seeing the community change and adjust and how it, it just, we just needed a place to meet. Mm-hmm. And me being single, I was like, well, I need to meet someone. I can't do it at the straight bar, so let's open up a gay bar. Yes, and everyone <laughs> wants to fuck the owner of the bar. Everyone's like, Only, the, go- only the go-go's. Free drinks. Yes. <laughs> so you're a single lady? Maybe. Still? <laughs> Even after the gay bar's been open? You've been open three years, girl. girl. You just celebrated three years. Congratulations on that. That's awesome. I'm in a relationship with the bar. You're in a relationship yeah. with the bar. She gets jealous very quickly. God, so. that sounds like a terrible <laughs> I bet she's high maintenance. Oh, she's high maintenance. <laughs> she just wants everything all the time. Uh, you know, don't pay attention to her. Her water breaks. Like. <laughs> oh, you knocked her up, <laughs> did you? You want more bars, do you? Oh, no, I'm good. Um, so in three years of owning a bar, tell me what has been the most trying on your nerves, <laughs> the most trying thing about owning a gay bar in downtown Los Angeles. I think it was just the opening process. Like, yeah. I think I broke down in tears so many times just trying to get the bar open. Now, did you have as rough of a time as, like, Precinct had? Because I know that when I moved here, Precinct had to jump through a lot of hoops to open. Yes and no. Uh-huh. Because we chose to stay closed for a while uh-huh. until, like, we hashed out everything. So it took us... 18 months from signing our lease to like actually opening our doors Mm -hmm. and we sat dormant for like six months and then it was just like shit after shit after shit yeah piled up of like you know we we're more of a dance club and we applied for a dance license and then it became like well you don't have it's not on your plans i'm like but we're not changing anything yeah 
well, you still got to go through the whole process again. So I like broke down in tears at like building and safety. And you have food at your bar. Was I that something do. that you did you want to apply for a food license or was that something that was required in order to open a bar downtown? No, it wasn't. Re- it wasn't required, <laughs> but it was something like in our mission of like being the community meeting space. Like we wanted to be or like when I opened it, I wanted it to be like a cheers. I wanted it to be very like all the locals come and hang out and the food aspect of it was like where you could like not like there's so many amazing restaurants in downtown we're not mm-hmm. trying to compete with that but if you want to go and hang out with your friends have a drink have some, some fucking like, fries yeah some out, yeah. small bites and yeah. stuff like that's what we wanted to offer a chicken tender yeah chicken. keep drinking it's called popcorn chicken get some oh. food and keep drinking yes yeah. you keep, yeah you keep but, them drinking too if you feed them so we don't have to have food uh-huh. the way we built it we don't have to have food most places do but yeah. we applied for the right liquor license and cup because I stuff. just imagine food would be a whole I, like. I, I, oh I, yeah, could not I am imagine. not a food person, but thank God we had like expert chefs and all that stuff to help out. Yeah, and, you know, a bunch of people helped out to to make it what it is. But opening a bar is exhausting. Yeah. When was I, the last? I was I, all like, I, oh, that's right. A, no, I, um, I, actually, I Maxwell helped uh, help open, open Scarlet Honolulu. So oh. yeah, so you yeah, you, so you I did. Am, I mean, from fact. he went to go and help. <laughs> I mean, yes, he didn't have the owner uh, bullshit, I'm sure. But I, I was um, but also you're a twin. I am a twin. Is he gay? He is. Uh, now. I, now. Now. Girl, you didn't know that story? No. Well, listen, here's what Do I'm going to say first. Yes, we have plenty of time. Don't worry. I'll make time because, you know, I love gay twins. Um, <laughs> the answer is always No. <laughs> Like, do y'all kiss? My question is always, do y'all kiss? Uh, No, so I remember, because I had met you, and um, at Redline, I'm not sure if I had had met you before I performed there or whatever, and I think it was before, and uh, then fast forward like a week later or something, I was back at your bar, and I went up and talked to you again, and you acted like you didn't know who the fuck I was. And I was like, who is this bitch? You know? I I don't know her. I'm like, she owns a bar. She can meet you one day and then just snub you the next. And everyone's like, girl, she's a twin. (laughs) I was like, oh, fuck. It happens all the time. Someone apologized to him on Friday night. Like, I don't know what happened, but goes up to him and apologizes. And he's like, uh, huh? And he's like, oh, fuck. You're not him, are you? <laughs> so, well, let's. You both have the same facial hair. It's do you have the same facial hair right now? We do yeah? I they, shaved my head because I'm telling you, they are spitting image. It is. It is that. Well, actually, uh, I think that your brother's a little beefier than you are. You're a little more fit, and that's no shade towards your brother, but that's just the fact. So, but facts he, are facts, America. Absolutely, but he was straight as of not that long ago. As of. Three years ago? Two years ago? Three years ago, two years. And now he's like, uh, hello, Dolly. Oh, girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you think it was he was he didn't want uh, both of you to be that twenty? No. <laughs> Actually, no. I, I feel like he wants us to be that twenty. Um, <laughs> Did you no. know? Everyone knew. Oh, this okay. is the weird story. Yeah. So okay, tell us. I'm we're ready. in we're in high school. We both came out in high school. Like he was dating a little kid in high school. I was dating college of course because you're a seasoned woman (laughs) we can tell that (laughs) she loves her experience (laughs) 
Um, a resume is good to have. But so we were. I remember, like in college, he's like, "Oh, don't tell anyone I'm gay." When we like, I went off to Monterey. He went to USC, and then I come back. We meet again for like winter break, and he is like flaming homo. Like knows every fucking gay bar to take us to. Knows everyone out on the scene. This like out and about. And then he got a job at Express. That's the clothing store. The women's clothing store, because he was out with a friend. And okay. he was like, oh, like, let me dress you. And the manager saw him. I would think that would make him gayer. Oh, yeah, wait, I was just going to say. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, it did. <laughs> um, but so he goes there. They offer him a job on the spot. He's like, sure, I could do it for the weekends or whatever. Gets a job, starts partying with all the managers of this place. And then taking him to rage and doing that. And he ends up, I should. I even say this. Yes, of course. You're already in it now. <laughs> know, right? You have to tell Just don't anyway, let him listen. Then he, yeah, seriously. Nobody shops at so Express then, anymore anyway. True. So then he, um, he's out there. His boss like picks out his boyfriends, da, 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 blah, blah, blah. And he's, he's so more charismatic than me. He'd be like, oh, that one? Okay. And just goes and talks to him and um. ends up making out at the end of the night. They end up at a party and apparently him and his boss end up hooking up and he's like, oh, it worked. And then all of a sudden, he was like, gay and fell in with a girl. Then he got pregnant. <sighs> and he has two. Now he has two kids. Two kids. Yeah. And then they were oh, like trying fine. to make it work for il- 10 years. But, like he, but then it was like no but more. But he was gay. Yeah. And they finally realized after 10 years. No, it wasn't realizing. It he wasn't. just finally gave in to it. He... <laughs> It's like, fine. He just missed that dick. So. Fine, I'm a bugger. I get it. I'm a bugger. No. <laughs> I mean, no. They were like, she was sweet. Like, they had a family. They were trying. But the I love how the way he explained it. He's like, you know, I tried. But, you know, the last 10 years was, a, uh, he said it was like a haze. Uh-huh. Like, nothing really stood out. Nothing was like, of course, he loved his kids and everything. But his life was just very like, let me fill it with everything. And, like, it's just on autopilot yeah and like when he finally decided to like you know be true to himself and like this is not right yeah that's when he's like said like his life just finally came like i feel right. like he should Everything be here i like, feel like he should be here we're yeah. talking about him a lot <laughs> we feel like it's a that, uh, his personal life is now being spread across the universe <laughs> <laughs> Right? I'm like, maybe we should edit this out. I don't know how nope, comfortable nope, he, he is can't go. It. Well, this is this. Listen, we're doing him a props now because he can't go back in the closet now. It's out there. It's out he there. Is, well, girl, he's like faster than me. He already has a husband. Oh, he my God. A he's a lesbian? Yeah. Jesus. He has kids. Nice. He has kids, an ex-wife, and, and a husband. husband? Yeah, and I'm still single. I don't I, know what the fuck. What the fuck? Yeah. He's, and he's the bar owner. This one should be the one. <laughs> Well, let's talk about DTLA Proud. Yes. Because you, I mean, I'm not kidding when I say that you play such a major role and that the queer community owns you, owes you a debt of gratitude for all the work that you do for us uh, and our visibility downtown. Tell people what DTLA Proud is. So DTLA Proud is a LGBTQ festival that we created, like, and it, it came about with um, all the bar owners downtown and all like uh, some of the nightlife promoters and like queer businesses downtown. We all came together and we said like downtown is expanding. It's growing. We got we added three bars in one three gay bars in one year. So like there was a need to like celebrate that and 
showcase to the greater Los Angeles area that there is something downtown because I've lived here my whole life and it's always just everything's in WeHo. Like if you want to like fucking let your hair down, you go to WeHo. Yep. And like that's the only place. But downtown is growing and it was we wanted to make sure that it was shaped in a way where it was all inclusive, where it was like, OK, let's like, you know, Red Line's different than Precinct, that's different than Mattachine, that's different than Uhalisco, but we all are here and we're all kind of contributing to the same right. cause. Yeah. And we have the same audience. So let's do something to celebrate that. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how it came about. Um, and then it just kind of snowballed into uh, something bigger. And so it's a weekend thing. It's a weekend thing. And it's going to, when is it this, when is it this, uh, in this, it's in August, August this month. August 24th. 4th, 25th, and 26th. Oh, was it always three days? No. Or you're making it a third day now because you hate yourself so much? Pretty much. Okay. Because I have nothing else to do, so might as well make it another day. Like, <laughs> well, One more chance for a husband. I was going to say, it's not like, a, I gonna say, it's not like you're uh, wasting your time on a boyfriend or anything. <laughs> right? <laughs> she don't got time. Um, so, and, uh, and it, so it is a... Um, uh, it's a collection of performers. Is that is that what happens? Like what what all happened? Because it's at Persian Square. It's at Persian Square. Yeah. So a little bit of the about the history of Persian Square. Persian Square was the cruising area for downtown back in the like forties and fifties. Is 50s. that true? Yeah, there's so much LGBT history in downtown. Like Cooper's Donut happened. I think it was like it was like a few years before Stonewall was a riot in Los Angeles called Cooper's Donuts uh-huh. that happened pre-Stonewall. Like really? Years so there's a lot of like history within the LGBT community downtown. Like around Persian Square, I think there was like five like hidden gay bars. Um, really? Yeah. I didn't know any of this. Like this is very interesting. So, I love a cruisy spot. Right? Well, <laughs> that's when they had all those trees and it looked beautiful. Now. Yeah. Now it's like now all we dress it up and like make 1980s it modern or whatever. Yeah. What yeah. are trees? They're, but they're redoing. <laughs> What is that? I have no idea. It's coming from her, though. Sounds like her smoke detector's going on. I really she hate it. The toast. I really hate it. It does look like now they're they're doing a remodel of Pershing Square again, aren't they? Yes, but that's taking forever. We don't know. Exactly. So we, you don't know when don't that's going to happen. Yeah. So uh, you have vendors there. Yeah. So the festival itself warped into something that's much bigger than just the bars. Like it's truly a community effort. Mm-hmm. So we have like. I think we have 20 nonprofits that are all categorized to showcase different services that are um, out there for the LGBT community. Cause mm-hmm. we, we tend to go to like pride festivals um, and it's highly focused on one service, but it doesn't showcase all of them. So we wanted to do something different and make sure that nonprofits that are folk, like have a specific focus are getting highlighted as well. We have a, um, an artist alley where we want to make sure that we incorporate the community and say like if you're an artist or you make jewelry or something you actually have a space to connect with the you know queer community mm-hmm. and and kind of have awareness of your brand jewelry art photos whatever it is so we incorporate that we incorporate history and heritage so we'll always have a history and heritage zone about specifically about Los Angeles and where the community has come from within LA, mm-hmm. then our stage is programmed much different than most prides because we do all 
like almost all queer based um, performances on our mm-hmm. stage. So, uh, what are some performers that people can are going to be seeing this year? Um, they're all it's all local. Mm-hmm. Um, we try to highlight everything that's happening within our community and showcase it to the greater community. So you'll have everyone from Vander Van Odd performing to winner of Dragula season one. She's amazing. We'll have like a um, new Jalisco. Um, I love the fucking new ho- those new Jalisco the bitches. Dancers, yes, they're gonna close every night out with a Brazilian number. It is a show, folks. Like but I'm no telling one, you, costume that's the thing. No changes. No one knows about it. It's insane. I didn't know about it until I hosted Night on Broadway. Oh yeah, it's fucking amazing. And I was like, what the fuck is this faggotry? It was so <laughs> amazing. But that's that's the whole point of our main stage. Is like. I don't want to talk shit because we created DTLA Pride as something separate than Pride. Like, we're not Pride of the Pride circuit. We mm-hmm. just wanted to showcase what we were doing. Yeah, you couldn't here. use it in your name. We didn't want to use it in our name. Oh, okay, good. All right, Girl. good. I'm we, glad it was a didn't want so, and you couldn't. I much prefer a didn't want than a you couldn't. We feel like Proud is Proud, the way we look at it is Proud is the elevation of. Yeah. Like it's the evolution. Sorry, not elevation. Evolution of. Okay. Like, we want to get back to our roots. We want to make sure that we're giving our community a platform. Mm-hmm. And everything we do is like that. So, like, all these people that no one knows about. Like, you wouldn't know about those Brazilian dancers if yeah. you've never heard of New Jalisco or haven't been there on, like, right. a Friday night at, like, 12. Yeah. So, and it's, like, we'll have Sasha Colby. We're going to have Gia Gunn. Oh, I love Sasha uh, Colby. We have Arco Iris, which is the um, mariachi band, the all-queer mariachi band. You also um, um, tapped into a Silver Lake icon to host uh, oh. for on Saturday, I wonder I whose idea that was. I believe I'm going to be, uh, uh, Silver Lake icon Tony Soto is going to be hosting there on Saturday from 4 to 7, I think, or something. 3 like. to 6. 3 to 6. See, uh, I knew it was somewhere she's a professional. in there. Yeah, you know, someone else reads my stuff. Um, oh, yeah, when you said Silver Lake Icon, I thought you meant the drunk person that walks around in glittery pink shorts <laughs> outside of Akbar. The other Silver Lake Icon. Oh, That's he is the my other. He is my nemesis. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to be yeah. uh, a part of it and, and hosting. Um, but we. We are proud. It is not pride. I would like to know how has WeHo embraced uh, DTLA Proud? Is it? Is it? Is there any? Or are you guys trying to stay away from each other? I don't think they're. I mean, not intentionally. Mm-hmm. I think just even in the name, we're DTLA Proud, so mm-hmm. we're showcasing what's happening downtown. We're built trying to build a community downtown. So there's no. There's no stepping on There's toes. There's no stepping on toes because we're not like DTLA proud is is focused on downtown. It's not focused on WeHo. It's not focused in right. Like you know, a, there's a lot of cross performances. Like mm-hmm. some, like people that perform downtown also perform in West Hollywood, and it's great to yeah. like now, have that. But it's more about what the performers do downtown. It's only going to get bigger because I feel I like it's so. it's already growing. Like you've you've noticed a, an increase well, from last year. It went one day to two days to three days now. So. Right. So, are there plans if you outgrow Pershing Square? There are. Okay. Good. I mean, good. Oh, well, listen. Tell everyone plans. <laughs> tell everyone again what the dates are. The dates. Uh, August twenty fourth is an all ages alcohol free day. Then Ooh, we have skip sh- that one. Oh <laughs> no, it's gonna be fun. 
It's more of like a picnic in the park. Uh, I do love picnics. You can hang out. Oh, yeah. You could go. There's something for you. Yes. Um, Um, And then Saturday and Sunday, August 25th and 26th is 21 and over. Yeah. And listen, anyone in the L.A. area, if you want to come out for a good fucking time, Detail A Proud is a good fucking time. Um, We're going to take a quick break. Are you going to hang out with us for a little while longer? We got one more segment. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to do our listener questions of the week. We'll be right back. Attention tourists of the country and the world. Recreational weed has officially made it to California. If you find yourselves visiting San Francisco and you ain't got no weed, why don't you go say hi to my friends at Shambhala in the Mission? That's right, not all pot shops are created equal. You can get the best organic cannabis from the coolest bud tenders in San Francisco just by going to Shambhala. And listen, you can even call them and have weed delivered to your door. Just call 415-970-WEED. That's right, that's 415-970-WEED. Smoke, baby. And we are back with the show. And I learned something today. I learned queer history today, and I like that. I learned that you could suck dick in Pershing Square. And that used to. I know. We need to get back to those days, Oliver. We need to get back to the old days. We need more trees. Plant more trees, Oliver. Uh, It's on my agenda. I thought you were going to say you learned about texted. And I was going to be like, no, No, we're not going to. No, no, we haven't learned anything there. (laughs) No. Jury is still (laughs) out. I don't trust Massachusetts schools. So. (laughs) And I don't learn new words on Tuesday. So. (laughs) (laughs) But listen, what we are going to do is we're going to do our listener questions of the week. And we do these fucking things every guy. Goddamn week. So if you have a question, concern, comment, uh, you think I look good, whatever, whatever you want to say, just email us at the Tony Soto Show at gmail.com, subject line, listener questions, and you can hear your words read on this show out of our mouths. Uh, who's going to start us off? Me. Hi, Luz. Hey. These are going to be my last words before I pass over from carbon monoxide poisoning. <laughs> and I you're from Trisha. For your vacation. <clears throat> Hey everyone, thanks a lot for actually reading my question. I always thought you made the listener questions up. If you don't remember me, I'm the person that emailed about my Catholic girlfriend who proposed but wants kids. We broke up. My not wanting kids was a deal breaker, I guess. I was sad about it, but that faded pretty quickly. I don't want kids, and now I know that if someone does, then that's my deal breaker. I love, love, love this show so much, even when you don't mean to help. You sometimes do. Oh okay. my gosh, I love Can that I, so, so much. So, Oliver, just so you know, this is a listener named Trisha, and mm-hmm. she wrote us a couple of weeks ago because I uh, she you want to what? I want to thank her. You want to thank her? Yes. Well, because she doesn't want kids, and yes. you don't want kids. I. Do you want kids? No. the The, the bigger conversation is like, especially. Uh, I'm gonna get in trouble. Tell for this. me, say what? Because there are so many kids in this world that need to be adopted. Yes. yes. Why would you Adopt get in trouble kids. for that? Why would you? Like, get artificially inseminated, or like, I, I get it. Like, for some people, like, that's what they want to do, but like, at least do one in one. Like, there are so many kids out there that need help, or just don't have kids. Genetic or offspring is such and a also in, in this political day and age, if you're a gay person, being genetically attached to that, that person that you are the uh, parent of kind of helps you keep yeah. them. That's the Especially that's considering the that gay people are, it's on the bill right now, actually, yeah. uh, to not let gay people adopt children anymore in America. No, which which is true, but right now we have like it's it's 
such we're fighting right now mm-hmm. and then like you're I, I don't know i feel like i'm gonna trip on my words right now but yeah. like there's so many people in this world we're, we're all struggling like there are so many people that need help. There are so many kids that need help. Why are you going to actively try to make more to fucking make babies when you can clean up someone can. else's mess? Yeah, we're overpopulated but, as we're, it is, exactly. and there are enough needy children in this world yeah, that you could exactly. just take one of those and help yeah. them. Yeah, and I'm only yeah. I'm I understand the legal aspects of it, but there are states like California that do that i know personally that people adopt like single gay dads adopt like i'm telling there's you ways to do it i could not be happier living in california california mm-hmm. they the government here in california truly does want to i feel want to take care of the people living in california and i feel like you know we combat ice all the time like like we're going against fucking the net neutrality bullshit like like california is on the forefront and being like the second or third largest economy i think it's great that we're fucking doing it but trisha's uh had a girlfriend who uh was from a catholic family and 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 she was more of a butch uh, 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 the butch partner and did not want to have babies herself so she was forcing Trisha into wanting to have babies and Trisha didn't want to have babies and so were you not on that show Lucy were I you? guess not I girl guess, I, guess, I can't imagine like being all like no I expect you to have children for me yeah that's what it, that's what it was Honey, it was we like unanimous we were like you should just dump her if she doesn't want kids. yeah and we're, so and look, and, and, and this is the thing, adopt, too. Adopt, adopt, adopt. Or well, she didn't want kids, period. Don't. If you don't or want don't, fucking yeah, don't kids. Want kids that was the thing. Was Trisha didn't want kids, and her girlfriend wanted them. Yeah. She expe- You're done. Her girlfriend expected her to have the baby, and that was where Trisha was like, well, one, I don't want kids, period. Second, I don't want one in my body. Yeah. And it was so. a two-year relationship. So, I mean, first... Trisha, we're sorry that that two-year relationship is over, but now you can grow, and now you know what your uh, deal breaker is. And, and if it's yeah. babies coming out your womb, you don't want that shit, girl. Don't do that shit. Because listen, after one, even you pee a little when you laugh. Okay. And now, and now you and your <laughs> hot new girlfriend can just treat yourself to so many vacations. Yeah. And you'll never have to See, go to a PTA a, meeting. You know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna I be see. real selfish right now as a gay man. Uh, is that you know before. Before we all wanted this heteronormative marriage bullshit and these family bullshit, we used to vacation. You know what I mean? We used to go and spend money on us. That's and now cruises exist. And now we want so badly to fit into this fucking mold that we were never invited in all through growing up. And now we want in. But and I think we're losing our magic and our trips. I don't know if it's a mold. I think it's like if it's if. If you want it, it's there for you. Uh-huh. But it, it shouldn't be something that's expected. Right. Like, you know, like if you have a having, partner. It shouldn't be like your your parents being like, okay, you have a partner. I guess it's legal now. So when are you having kids? It's like, no, that's not in our plan. Yeah. Like that should be okay. There's something to be said about having an option. Absolutely, I agree with you. It's just I miss the old days. I'm from the 90s <laughs> and I. You don't want to be a heteronormative gay. I don't want to be I, a heteronormative gay. Yeah. I, w- I can't say that do I you want, want kids. Do you want and a husband and, a, and, and kids. kids? Like what do you, what do you want, Girl, Oliver? It's hard I mean, to you're single, you're beautiful. Like what are you doing wrong? Are you crazy? I'm like, what's happening? Crazy. Okay. Yeah, I'm a little crazy. <laughs> I'm like, there's got to be something wrong yes with you. I don't know how to say no. <laughs> um, no, I I think it's all situational. Like, I would like 
kids if the situation was right. Am I going to put myself in that situation? I don't Mm -hmm. know. We'll see when I find out. But I was in a long-term relationship where kids was an issue. Uh And it was, I was at the point of like, you can't, it's a decision that we have to come to together. It's not a decision that I or you can make by yourself. Because if we're in a relationship, Mm -hmm. we need to talk about it and figure out, okay, well, what do you think? What do I think if you don't want him, but I can't say that I do or don't? And it's probably not going to work because that's yeah. what happened. Yeah. And it's like, but it's a decision that like when it's the right situation, I will talk about it, but not. Right. Like, I still think I did it the right way. I knocked up a lesbian. They're raising my, uh, their daughter. Um, and I'm going to say, okay, well, hold on. They're raising their daughter. I don't know why I said uh, they're raising, they're raising their daughter and I, I and I'm just waiting for the day when they're when 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 Audriel is sick and tired of Tammy and Jackie and she wants to go to Uncle Tony's place in L.A. and buy clothes like that's the kind of shit that I'm not. I want all the stuff after they're humans, not when they can't move on their own and all that shit. I ain't got oh no desire. But she's I'm telling you she's gonna be cute and once. And, and once she's old enough to resent her mother's, I will be there to hug her and agree with her that her mother's are awful. You know, that period only lasts five years. <laughs> Whatever. That's, listen, that's as long as I really want to be invested. Uh, let's move on. What, who, what do we have? I have to read a question today, which is heartbreaking. But Maybe. literally, it's one sentence long, and she'll only trip through it six times. Well, as long as you know what's about to happen, I guess I can't really fuck it up. Okay, it starts, I'm confused. So, is Tony a believer in astrology, comma, now, question mark? Oh, <laughs> you did that so well. Okay, listeners, we got a lot of uh, buzz from our episode two weeks ago. I was on a really fun podcast, where an astrology podcast, where I got my chart read, and I'm a huge skeptic, and I don't really buy into that, that shit, but I had a very good experience on that podcast. And it put things in perspective. Am I a believer? No. But do I appreciate the hard work that goes into astrology? Like whoever those people are, like whoever those people are, they do a lot. And um, what are your feelings on you're, – you're some kind of brown – I'm sure you have some kind of Santeria in you somewhere or whatever. Somewhere, something. He's indigenous. The Mayans looked at the stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you into astrology? Do you believe in psychics? Are you a believer in ghosts? I just had a conversation with my friends about, they're like, it's science. I'm like, it's not science. It's a theory. What science? Astrology? Astrology. And like the effects of the stars on you and like. Aren't stars? Yeah, that's, that's not science at all. No, astrology mm. is science. That's no, astronomy. It's not. Astronomy, astronomy yeah. is oh. science, oh. which <laughs> which is not astrology. So oh, okay. astrology <laughs> is like the study of stars and how it if it not affects, no, but like right, it could yeah. tell you about someone. No, or I, like, I gotta know. What's your sign? Cancer. Cancer. I do believe that I am a cancer, though. See, and that's the I'm thing. like fucking emotional and stable. Like, yeah. Lucy, what's your sign? Taurus. You're a Taurus. What's oh, your sign, and, Maxwell? Me and Lucy will get along uh, great. Are you compatible? Yeah. Okay. What's your What's your You're sign, like, Maxwell? I'm Aries. You're an Aries, and I, I am really a Sagittarius that. with a Sagittarius rising and a Gemini moon, which Britney means Spears I have 
uh, a, a personality it, disorder, and I'm aggressive. And <laughs> I mean, Spears all those kind of are right. right? No, they're so all. It does tell you about yourself. Uh, well, that's the thing. Like, I walked away from that experience feeling a lot better because when I was talking, when when they would talk to me, they would bring up like things about my personality, and I would immediately think of a memory. And I don't really think of memories a lot from my past. You know what I mean? So it was just a moment where I was like, oh. And whether, okay, I don't know. I don't know. All right? Like, I don't know. I had a good time on the show, and I think it's coming out on August 6th. And I'll share it on our Facebook so you can all listen to me get real deep and personal about my real fucked up life. Guys, I just got a news notification. Mars is closer than the, to the Earth than it has been in 15 years. Yes. That's astrology, a right? That's astronomy. That's astronomy. Yeah. That's facts. Yeah, that's, oh, that's... Okay, well, we're talking moons and shit, and they just notified me about moons, so that's kind of weird, right? <laughs> it is kind of weird. <laughs> I think... Government conspiracy, your microphone's on on yeah, your phone. Yeah, your phone um, can hear you. <laughs> so astrology is happening right now on my phone because the moons are linking up with my phone no, and our conversation. Oh no. <laughs> You're cute. All right, let's move on. We have Jocelyn, and Jocelyn says, I already hate that you aren't talking about drag. So I'm going to make you. Why do drag queens lose themselves in their characters? I have seen plenty of rude girls out of drag, and they still act like they're in drag. Do the characters just take over? Hmm. I guess a good question. That's a real. I mean, look. Here's the thing. I do not disagree with Jocelyn, and that is by part one of the reasons I changed my name to Tony Soto, because that way. I, because I, I, it, it is true. Like you work with a lot of drag I queens, do. you see them in and out of drag. Mm-hmm. Um, do you see much difference between the two? Because no. I'm going to say no. I'm going I'm to no say too. no. I think that I think that the thing is, is like, and I'm probably getting trouble for this, and people will yell at me because they always do every time I say it. But as drag queens, uh, we have uh, a lot of us are insecure men. And a lot of us build that character to put us in a place of less insecurity and where we can be in charge of our lives and we can be bigger than life and we can be powerful and we can do that. And so if that kind of character gets you attention when you're in drag, it makes sense that you would try to carry it on over as your boy drag and you would go around with that same mentality. It's just you got to remember you don't have the makeup on and not everyone's going to recognize you i guess i think it's changed because i think people used to be like that because i think when i was 21 i think a lot of drag but queens you are were... 21 <laughs> thank you thank you so much I'm, I'm, tw- I'm 21 with six years experience thank you so much um but i feel like a lot of the drag queens i knew growing up they were really into like they're drag thing was more their thing than their boy thing. You and know, now I think I with the internet and everything. I just but I, uh, think I think completely differently because I just always think back of like, you know, Frito-Lay. Like Frito-Lay in Chicago is Frito-Lay on stage, but as soon as Frito-Lay gets off stage and isn't in drag, she's Ricardo. You know what I mean? And it's like there's... Like uh, Chinkas Angels? What's that? Frito-Lay? Frito-Lay. She's a Chicago queen. Oh. Yeah. So like, but like I, I know that there's like a, there's a sub and like I always bring up Lauren Jacobs because, you know, she's one of my favorite trashiest drag queens from the Midwest. Like you fucking see Lauren Jacobs in drag. That is so much different than when you see Larry. That's right. I said your Christian name. Um, so uh, I, I feel like and, and I say this now because last Christmas, Shea Coulee was in town. 
and uh, it was uh, Shea Coulee, uh, myself, and Farah hanging out in the hills, having a wonderful holiday weekend. And I was talking to two dudes that acted like they were two drag queens. And I was, and it was just a situation where I was like, guys, we got to like separate, like separate it a little bit, you know. Uh, ultimately, I just had to get used to it, I guess. I, I have a question about that, yeah. though. Because like, what if, because what if drag is your life? That's your career and your passion. Like that's, I mean, that's it's, super hard. it's super hard not to get wrapped like, up into it. But like, is it, but the question would be like, is that just them? You know, or that's like, a, that's a great, go ahead, Lucy. Is it, is it like, you know, I kind of feel like it's when, uh, in the kink community, doms have like lifestyle sub, you know, and they start living as a dom and they kind of become the dom all the time and start interacting with people like that all the time. And I wonder if it's like drag lifestyle, like certain people get sucked into the character and start to just simply live as that character Interesting. because they are so often expected to be that person when they're in public. That's but, very interesting. Well, and also but it's the question is, is it? Is it a character or is it just them? Well, is it a platform for them to shine as who they are? Oh, well, that's mutually exclusive. Before, too, because like with social Good media question. and everything, I think it gives drag queens now an opportunity to live that like character, that fantasy all day. Because yeah. like people have their curated fantasy, social media to be that person all day. Yeah. When back in the day, I think it really was like the only time you could be that person is on stage. It was the True. moment. Or the moment like, it changed was when bar. you're. All but now, all you know, now you look at people like I don't like Soju, who is like a talk show drag queen all the time now. You know, like that's her job. We could put that in quotes. Well, um, <laughs> sure. Sorry, that <coughs> may have not been your favorite example, but that's who I grab. I just don't really see a lot of interviews. You know what I mean? I see a lot of nothing. Um, I, I here's the thing. I just like. But I wouldn't. I, I feel like I feel like when I'm in drag, I am just a high, uh, an elevated uh, version of who I am in life. Um, exactly. but there is, that is not the case with a lot of other drag. Like here, like my favorite example is Pinche Queen. She's my favorite fuck. She's one of my favorite drag queens ever. And I think we're co-hosting, uh, for DTLA proud actually. And, uh, Pinche Queen out of drag is so to me different than Pinche Queen in drag because Dallas is like, quieter guy like he's not so like you know like you can have but but pinche is just this, this fireball of like amazing energy and, and 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 i think feel like there's a contrast there whereas like you look at people like well we'll keep we'll keep it local meatball meatball is meatball whenever meatball is meatball like me like well you see meatball not in drag and you're like oh what up meatball you know what i mean like that like that is one consistent character and so therein you're like is it just logan or, or is, is it, it a character i guess that's a great question i don't know i have to do further research i don't know yeah. i'd say it's different for every queen yeah, or I guess, every former, right. you know right it but comes down to who you are i guess what is that old saying of like if you like if you want something or if you want to be something you have to act like it you have to like oh, it's like believe the secret. it yourself it's like the secret and then you become that it's very oprah of you it's very yeah, oprah of you yeah, you gotta live it to be we it, got the indigenous, it, it. we got go. the indigenous oprah right here everybody <laughs> uh oliver I'm a mutt, remember oliver did you have fun today 
I did. Yeah, did you enjoy your time on the Tony Soto show? I did. Well, listen, you're going to use any of it. I, it's all going up. I don't <laughs> edit this. This all just goes straight up unless I'm wrong and then and I then edit it. I heard about that already. <laughs> Uh, why don't you tell everyone your social medias, give people the address of Redline, and tell us again when DTLA Proud is. Okay, sure. Uh, Redline, you can find Redline on all social media platforms as at Redline DTLA. Um, and then DTLA Proud, uh, you can find them on all social platforms as DTLA Proud, at DTLA Proud. Again, DTLA Proud is August 24th, 25th, and 26th. Yeah. Um, it's a huge festival downtown, so it's get ready. It's so much fun, guys. It's, like, it's truly the place where you can let your hair down and just be free and meet friends and meet local people and run into everyone within the community. Absolutely. Um, and so L.A., downtown L.A. has one of the best rising queer scenes I have ever seen. I'm so excited to even be allowed even to put my toe in the water there because it's well, very exciting. I mean, I mean you to know, wash it first. I mean, put it in. you could utilize a talented queen a little bit more, but whatever. <laughs> I know I'm no boohoo, brother. Uh, uh, Lucy. Oh, oh, don't worry. They get they get my wrath on this show all the time. Uh, Lucy, what do you got going on, baby? Uh, this Friday night on August 3rd, Dusty Balls will be appearing in Kinkit at Jackhammer, featuring Tenderoni, Les Chanel's Lily Rascal, Electrocute, Wildcat Howl, Madame Marvel, and hostess Mickey Mirage. That is Friday at 1 a.m. And then on Saturday, I'll be doing Coco Chanel Presents Coco's Carnival at the Red Tape Theater. That is Coco Chanel, Tom Britton, Vivian DeJour, Viper, Daisy and Confused, Bailey Irish, and myself, Dusty Balls. Show is uh, at 10 p.m. Lucy, August I want to ask you a quick question. Is I've heard, uh, I think I've read something on the internet that there's a possibility we could lose Jackhammer and Touche and all those bars. Is that a true yeah, statement? Yeah, apparently um, the owners are looking to sell. I mean, hasn't been that the rumor since the dawn of time? No. I feel no, like it's just like an announcement thing. I mean, like, but yeah. like, like Jackhammer was my fucking judge for 13 years and I lived fucking like. <laughs> When you were like, no, I, I picked up too many at Berlin last night. I'll go to Jackhammer. I just remember so many times at 4 a.m. being like, how am I going to get home? Uh, <laughs> I love my clothes are in a garbage bag somewhere in the basement of fucking Jackhammer. Uh, Maxwell. Um, what am I doing? Um, I'm actually not really up to anything. We're going to have some new millennial moments coming soon. Coming soon. We have lots of good ideas for those. I think I'm just going to be kicking it, though, for the rest of the summer. Be selling some jeans. So if you guys need some female denim, you're in Beverly Hills. Come and give me your money. And that's about it. Okay. All right, guys. Listen, um, I'm all over the place. Uh, today is Wednesday, August 1st. I'm going to be in Pasadena at the Boulevard ba Boulevard Bar. Boulevard, that sounds right. Yes, Boulevard Bar uh, for Hummingbird Meadows Woman Crush Wednesday. So I'll be performing there. So she's traveling. She's going all the way to Pasadena. Woo! Uh, <laughs> what? You got shade? No. Oh, good. No, I was like, girl, Boulevard is not in Pasadena. <laughs> I, was, I, was, this, I, was, I was like, that's North Hollywood. <laughs> I'm totally going to uh, the Valley this Saturday to Bullet for the first time because I've heard it's fun. And I want some strange dick. Um, and then on August 3rd, I'm doing uh, the next edition of Drama Club at 
at Fault Lines. So come out for that. It's all queer writers who write uh, monologues and shit for the duration of a song time based on uh, suggestions that the audience gives. So it's a lot of fun. It's very theater. It's very faggoty. And then we're going to have a dance party after until 2 a.m. And then, of course, on August 6th, we have Learn the Words, Bitch, at Akbar. So that is going to be sign up at 8.30, show at 9.30. And, you know, we are now blissfully into our third year of that. So uh, everything. Oh, my God. And our fucking party was so fun. That was really good. The anniversary party was so fun. I did so many joints. You did so. You did. I did. I smoked a lot of joints. Huh. I didn't smoke any. Uh, listen, you can always follow me at the Tony Soto Show on Gmail or on, on Instagram. Uh, I quit Twitter. I quit Twitter. I don't have Twitter anymore. And uh, Venmo. So at the Tony Soto Show. And until next week, everybody, bye. 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 Yay, Lucy, go open all your windows. Yep. Bye. 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 <laughs>